Hello from CNN, I'm Joe Beck, with the five things you need to know for Thursday, September 21st. Ukraine's president is in Washington, D.C. today. Vladimir Zelensky will have a sit-down with President Joe Biden this afternoon. But first, he's meeting with lawmakers from both sides of the aisle in Congress. This comes as House Republicans have been pulling back and raising questions on the amount of aid the U.S. is sending to Ukraine, while Zelensky has been calling for more. Take a listen to what House Speaker Kevin McCarthy told reporters earlier this week. Is Zelensky elected to Congress? Is he our president? I don't think I have to commit anything. I have questions for him. Where's the accountability on the money we already spent? What is the plan for victory? McCarthy says he won't be meeting Zelensky, but the Ukrainian leader says he plans to tell skeptical lawmakers that more aid will lead to a faster victory, saying his country is, quote, on the finishing line. He'll then head to the White House, and a U.S. official says he'll be leaving with a new aid package for his country. We're now less than two weeks away from a potential government shutdown. And as hardline Republicans are threatening to oust their speaker, Kevin McCarthy, House Democrats are now faced with a big decision. Do they save McCarthy, who opened an impeachment inquiry into President Biden, or do they join Republicans in booting him out? While no decisions have been made yet, some moderate Democrats say they'd be willing to cut a deal to help McCarthy, as long as the speaker meets their own demands. For other Democrats, though, extending McCarthy's lifeline, no matter what his concessions are, would mean facing a primary challenge back home. But McCarthy appears confident that he'll be able to save himself and get a short-term spending bill passed. And after a marathon two-and-a-half-hour GOP conference meeting last night, he said they're, quote, very close. The Biden administration is sending more military personnel to the southern border to help with a large rise in the number of people crossing into the U.S. 800 active duty personnel will now join about 2,500 National Guardsmen to help with enforcement. A source familiar with the situation says yesterday around 3,000 migrants crossed the border near Eagle Pass, Texas alone. But officials haven't given a clear explanation for what's caused the recent rise in crossings. Meanwhile, after calls from New York City officials, the Biden administration has also expanded a humanitarian relief to people from Venezuela already living in the U.S. That means hundreds of thousands of migrants will now be newly eligible to work, and New York Governor Kathy Hochul says that will help her state. It certainly will because about 41% of the people in our shelters today are from Venezuela. But we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else. Hollywood writers will return to the negotiating table with studios today after some rare optimism from yesterday's meeting. Neither side said anything about how the talks are going, but they did put out a joint statement to say they're continuing, which could be a small sign of progress. And separately, a person familiar with the matter told CNN people who went to the meetings left, quote, feeling encouraged. The writers' strike has now stretched on for more than 140 days, and along with the actors' walkout, its economic impact has reached more than $5 billion. A family suing Google Maps over a father's death. We'll tell you why next. The family of a man who drowned after driving off a collapsed bridge are claiming he died because Google failed to update its maps. Philip Paxson died last year while driving home from his daughter's ninth birthday party and his family are now filing a lawsuit against Google for negligence. They say the bridge was unmarked and that the father thought it was safe to drive on when the accident happened, as he was following GPS directions. The suit alleges that community members notified Google of the collapsed bridge 
and the danger its GPS services posed to those unfamiliar with the area. In a statement, Google said it's reviewing the lawsuit and sent its deepest sympathies for the Paxson family, saying its goal was to, quote, provide accurate routing information in maps. That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9 a.m. Eastern. 